Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Fantasy Baseball. This is for Friday, March 22nd. I'm Alex Uwe, here today with Ray Estrada. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Today's episode is going to be a little different, and we got a little more to pay attention to than normal. We're doing a live draft right now. Yep. We're doing... It's a, it's a really weird league. I'll, I'll explain it, but it is a league that's run by Dodger Twitter, Yes, I guess it was. Yeah, I mean, somebody on Dodger Twitter <laughs> decided to get a few. Just said, "Hey, he wants to be a fantasy league," and a lot of people signed up. So, I think she has four twenty-team leagues um, going. So, yeah, yeah. So, by no means an expert league. It's a really weird format. Twenty teams, so it's a really deep league, which is something that we haven't really talked much about. And it's a. Is it? It's a categories league. Is it head to head? I don't even know all. It is, the, it is head to head. It it's a head to head categories league. It's got like a million categories on each side. I think it's got. I can. I can't even count them. It's. It's more than ten. On on the offense and pitching side. So, yeah. A lot I, of categories. Yeah. It's it's really weird. I'm just gonna treat it like any other fantasy league, any other deep. Um, you know, head-to-head categories league, but it, it's pretty strange. So I'm picking at the at the turn with the the twentieth pick to start it out. And this draft is already underway. We're in the second round right now. We'll go over our pick so far. But I am basically, you know, picking at the back end at the turn. I'm gonna have to reach for a lot of players that'll want. And it's it's a picking at the turn is. A struggle man uh it's it's pretty it's pretty strange and you're picking you'd be like me the exact opposite pick, yeah yeah right in the middle literally 10th pick overall so right in the middle of a 20 team draft so uh yeah i get to wait forever between uh when i like you have two picks and then you wait forever i have one pick and then i wait forever so yeah yeah that's, i'm sure you'll probably have to remind me when my pick is up uh at some point you know during this draft so yeah, we'll 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 talk about other recent fantasy news as well. Maybe talk more about uh, deeper formats, and we'll talk about the players that we've drafted. So, am I? When am I up? Even. Um, I'm not in the draft board right now. Hang on. I I thought I was almost up. No, it's not because well, no, no, I'm not up till I'm not up till sixty. Okay, yeah. I I see. Even then, I was already thrown off. Um, so I'll go ahead and start. So with my first two picks at 20 and 21 overall, I took Aaron judge and John Carlos So I took the Yankee outfielders back to back there. Uh, there wasn't, it's about in line with my, my overall rankings. Um, and I, you know, I just, I went with it. I went with the Yankees. I haven't done that in any other league. Um, it could it could backfire. I'm not going to draft outfielders at all now going forward because it is a three outfielder league. By the way, it's it's a really sh- uh, shallow roster, but a really deep league because there's so many teams. So I'm pretty much set with outfield for now. And now I gotta wait about 20 more picks to see what I'm gonna take next. So I don't even know where to begin. But I'm I'm kind of happy with my my first and second rounders there who did you end up taking in the first round or the first couple rounds i took um chris sale in the first round 10th overall uh, got a pitcher out of the way mm-hmm. 
Um, because things if in, in a draft like this, picking 10th, if you wait two or three rounds to get a pitcher, um, your first pitcher is not going to be the best. So I, I went for my pitcher early. I got um, an outfielder. I got Ben Attendee in the second round. Um, so, yeah, being picking in the middle of a round is, uh, is, has its challenges because you can't just take two great guys back-to-back. You have to know that uh, um, the guy you're picking and the guy that you want next uh, might be further down the list than the guy you just picked. Yeah, it, it's, you know, especially when there's so many teams in the mix, you're going to have to reach for some guys. That's just going to happen. Um, and yeah, and there's, in general, a very different strategy to deeper leagues in that the deeper you go, the less risk you can take as a general rule because there really is no waiver wire at the end of the day to, uh, to turn to to fill in whatever gaps that you have, you know, the drafting players in the, uh, in the, in the late rounds of a, of a 20 team league versus a 10 team league are going to look very different. So I would say early on, you don't want to take as many risks. Late round picks absolutely take some risks because some of them will, will not give you anything, but you know, guys like, uh, like Vlad Jr. or any of the other you know young prospect types that are drafted really early, uh, some you know health risk type of players that you might not feel so comfortable with, you might just want to pass because you know you want somebody that you know will produce early on in the uh, early on in your draft, and then later on go ahead and take as many risks as you want to your heart's content. Um, and I, it's really going to be hard for me to say, but by the later part of the draft, which we really won't get to, um, during this podcast, you know, we'll maybe get through what six or seven, like, I don't know, eight rounds, but later in the draft is when you have to look at playing time. That's a big thing. The role that they'll play on their teams and, uh, yeah, you're just looking for production in every every little nook and cranny that you can. So, uh, yeah, we're getting close to uh, to my picks here. Have you taken anybody else in the meantime? I just took Joey Votto. Um, it's my third overall pick. So, kind of spreading the positions out just because I don't want to lock myself into one and then, you know, have, have to pick, like, not a great second baseman. Nice. So, I mean, so, it's going to probably happen eventually in such a deep league, but uh, uh, basically take don't try and load up on positions quite yet. So who do you have so far, the three players? I have Joey Votto, Andrew Benatendi, and Chris Sale. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um. Yeah, do you want to – I don't know. What What else should we talk about? Why don't you go and uh, share some of the, the recent news? There's been yeah. tons <laughs> of stuff happening in the last three days. The season, I guess, is technically started, so... Uh, yeah, uh, but we are a week away from, you know, opening day festivities, if, if you call it that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of extensions recently, uh, including two today, Thursday. Blake Snell, um, this kind of thought, but I think I got it right, five years for $50 million for the Rays. Um, 
and Paul Goldschmidt, I think he played five years, 130 million. So a lot of extensions happening, a lot of big long-term deals. Also, you know, if you missed it, Mike Trout signed a huge extension, 12 years, about 430 million. Um, but a lot of big names, you know, that people maybe were excited for is if what they could get in free agency are you know locked up now. So that's interesting. Yeah, it, it, I think there's not too much immediate fantasy impact. The one that really does make an impact is uh, Eloy Jimenez signing in extension, or I guess, yeah, I guess it's an extension. Yeah, ex- extension, yeah. Um, he kind of is in the same place that Scott Kingery was last year. Uh, the Phillies extended him. Eloy Jimenez is getting about twice as much as Kingery got. In his in his deal that buys out pretty much all of his service time. Um, oh, I'm up I'm up drafting now, but the point oh, is that Jimenez will probably be up earlier, if not right at the beginning of the season, because there is no there's no reason to keep him down, right? There's no service time incentive anymore. Yeah, I mean at, at this point, and and you mentioned when we talked to when we came up in uh, our rankings uh, run through. This is before the extension that he got sent down, partly because of service time, but also he wasn't performing that well in camp. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if he stays down, it's not because of service time at this point. Yeah. I'm at my picks in the draft right now, and I am having a hard time, mostly because I've not used <laughs> Yahoo at all, and I'm just kind of scrolling through looking for the players that I'm you know, used to drafting at certain places, but... For this league, who knows? I just took Zach Greinke with my first pick. I've got one more pick to make here at the turn. Uh, it's a tough one. I'm... Uh, TikTok. Yeah, I know. It's it's rough. I'm going to take a... It's a Dodgers league. I'm going to go ahead and take a Dodger. I'm going to take Max Muncy. So, I, right. I ended up taking... It's off all the Dodger fans in here. Ex- exactly. I'm, I'm here. I'm playing mind games. I'm trying to... Uh you know, trying to work the crowd a little bit. So with <laughs> with my picks at the turn, I took Zach Rinke and Max Muncy. Zach Rinke, also a former Dodger. Didn't even think about that. Maybe uh, Former Dodger, but uh, he's not too popular in, in uh, Dodger. But, they, but right Dodgers now. know that he's good. He's yes. He's flashed it right in front of their faces. But so. we, we know, well, not, not the last couple of years, but Dodger fans have known that Giants are good, but, you know, you don't necessarily take Giants because you don't yeah. want to root for them. Yeah. Um. So Yahoo's a little that, different too. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Bregman also got an extension. Just to mention that. Yeah. Did Did we mention all the names? I I didn't I didn't hear if we mentioned. We did not mention Bregman. Okay. So recap one more time: all the players that got extensions so, in the last Blake three Snell, days. Five years, fifty. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, who was in his, who was going into his contract here this year, uh, five years, hundred thirty. Um, Alex Bregman, six years, a hundred. Mike Trout, uh, twelve years, four hundred thirty. And Eloy Jimenez, who you mentioned, all the way through his service time at least, so five, six years. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the money uh, in front of me or off the top of my head. Yeah, and, and there's that Mike Trout guy too, who uh, I mentioned that. Yeah, but he's he's pre- well, not not in this recap, did you? Or yes, I did. Oh, I. See, you started with Snell, and then it threw me off because I thought 
you had mentioned him earlier. I don't know. I'm a little bit sick if that wasn't obvious. I'm going to play that <laughs> card for the first time. I'm sure it won't be the last. Uh, yeah, so oh, we're... Not your ears. We're moving along here. I think your pick is up next, right? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of impressive games on the board. Still. No, this is fourth round. <laughs> I guess people are doing a good job taking you know the the top 70 or so players there's a few names here yeah. that i would i would pick out as as values at this point but for the most part it's pretty pretty straightforward but man scrolling through yahoo's player list rankings compared to i i mostly use espn but even other ones that i've looked at look nothing like this it's it's so strange to me um yeah so <laughs> Let's see what what other recent news is there to to talk about in the meantime. Let's let's turn to our uh, to our remaining you know real MLB free agents, uh, Kimbrel and Keuchel <laughs> being the big names. Gio Gonzalez yep. is off the board, signed a minor league deal with the Yankees, and he will probably join the rotation in a few weeks. I'd imagine once he uh, you know builds up his his workload a little bit. And the Yankees right now, of course, are dealing with uh, a couple a couple injuries. Sabathia is not ready for opening day, and neither is Luis Severino, who is the bigger deal. He won't pitch until at least May. Uh, and in the meantime, the Yankees have some options. They've got Domingo Herman, they've got Jonathan Loisica, and Luis Sessa. And right now, out of camp, there's been nothing confirmed, but it looks like it'll be Sessa and Herman, if I were to guess, but they could mix and match any of those any of those three. They're they're not really uh, draft worthy in any case. And neither is Gio Gonzalez for that matter. But uh, with <laughs> with Kimbrel and Keichel are uh, I don't I don't even know what, what I'm looking at with them anymore when I'm entering my drafts because there hasn't been news there hasn't even been buzz about where they might end up or any sorts of rumors or assurance that they'll actually be on a major league team by opening day i i can't imagine either of them will be ready for the start of the season you know if you miss a week or yeah. two that's it's inconsequential but if if it drags out longer then it's kind of a big deal so where where do we stand yeah on well first let's do Kimbrel who at least has had a little bit of news recently but it's nothing concrete uh where where do we stand with Kimbrel um in terms of news or like my just in terms of what we think about his draft value at this point are you scared of him um I mean I I kind of am I'm I'm honestly scared of both of them just because um we saw it last year. Greg Holland waited a long, waited a long time. Like, and we mentioned this before. Like, Craig Kimbrell was much better than Greg Holland, but it's not a great precedent. Uh, the way Greg Holland did it. Um, Alex Cobb signed late last year. Um, who he's been a quality starter, uh, and he struggled with the Orioles, which is not a hard team to struggle with. But Jake Arrieta waited a long time. He didn't have uh, a year up to probably his definitely his standards, but. Um, Certainly, you know, what we expect to have him fantasy wise. So I would be nervous about both of them signing this late, a week out from opening day and 
it seems like they're not really close on any deal. They're they're really steadfast in their want of uh, long term. So, yeah, the one rumor that I've heard lately is that the Brewers have been in talks with Kimbrel, which was interesting. Even when they already had one of the most interesting bullpens in baseball, one of the most dominant ones, but yesterday Corey Kniebel uh, was reported to be dealing with an elbow injury. He's getting he's getting it examined now, and he could potentially miss a significant amount of time. If not, you know the whole. I, I don't want to be so pessimistic. There hasn't been an, a proper evaluation yet, but it doesn't look good for Corey Knievel. So his his stock is pretty much fully plummeted, and if Kimbrel does go to the Brewers, he's gonna close there. So. I would like Kimbrel a lot in that case, and in that case, in that case, is, it's is... it's all we have to work with right now, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll see when uh when that happens. We are now in the fifth round and already around fifth round. Yes, pick eighty six oh, is AJ in the fifth round. So, go ahead and uh, share your your last pick or two uh i've only picked one since the auto pick i took tommy fam um again uh three outfield spots so kind of fit, maybe fill him up early he's gonna play solid uh, strikeouts is a category here um yeah i'm losing hitter. i'm losing strikeouts every week by the way with judge and stanton i've kind of accepted that <laughs> yeah i uh i considered um i considered alberto mondesi to get that second base shortstop eligibility in there, but uh, he's he's he struggled with strikeouts a little bit, and I like I I like Fam. I wanted to take Eugenio Suarez, but I had an auto drafter in front of me, so uh, uh, didn't get the chance to do that. Yeah, that would have fallen um, pretty far. So I want to say something about Mondesi, who is one of the most talked about players in the entire fantasy sphere, even today. In a format like this, any format that's not your traditional 5x5 five five categories, either Roto or head-to-head, Mondesi really is not that valuable of a player because stolen bases in, in a format like this are going to do almost nothing for you when you have what, how many other categories on the offensive yeah. side. Yeah, the, the the value gets watered down with so many categories go, uh, coming into play. Yeah, it, it really does. And, and even in a deep league, like I mentioned, you don't really want to take risks. You want to you go after guys that you can project their production a little bit safer. And Montessi's not one of those guys. But he still talked about like, a huge value anywhere. In points leagues, in in deeper leagues, in you know on base leagues, there's there's a huge difference. He's one of the the biggest standouts in 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 five category leagues specifically. So that's something that I wanted to mention, just in case you were wondering about Adalberto Mondesi in a twenty team league. I, I think that's a pretty specific and rare case, but. You gotta you gotta know the the league context a little bit. You can still take him if you want. I'm not gonna not gonna completely tell you to let him fall to 
what like the the mid 100 round picks if if you think he's actually going to produce then go for it you know he'll probably lead off for the royals all year he's not he's not awful he's just not a a fourth or fifth round pick in in these leagues so we're getting close to that very exciting turn of the round of the end of round five where i get to pick again um did, did you did you make another pick in the meantime? You picked. Tommy I did. Pham? I took um. I I picked Tommy Pham, and then right right after I recapped that pick, I um I picked again. <laughs> I picked up uh, Blake Blake Trinan, so I went got my got uh top closer there. Okay. He was he was sitting there on the board. So um, with I just want to to explain. So in this. In this format, okay, this is so strange. I'm going to read out all the pitching categories. I think yeah, these are all the categories. Um, I think they are, yeah. Is innings pitched even? I don't think innings pitched is one of them. Nope. No, it so is. It's, it's the first one up there. It, okay. Uh, then that wins, losses, complete games, shutouts, saves, outs recorded, hits, earned runs, home runs, walks, strikeouts, ERA, no hitters, perfect games, and blown saves. Is that is that right? Did I did I read that correctly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a little it's a little much. A little weird. It's a little bit much. All right. Let's see. Where am I? Who am I taking? This is a problem because I need to actually. Oh, Jesse Winker got taken in front of you. Jesse Winker's already off the board. I not wasn't planning yeah. on taking an outfielder at any point in the near future, so it's not. I a know. Huge I just know you like Jesse Winker. I do like Jesse Winker, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take another, I don't even know. Well, I got four seconds. I'm going to take Chris Archer just cause I don't have him anywhere. And that is definitely a little earlier than I, I probably should take him, but he, he pitches a lot. Is he your first pitcher? No, I have Zach Greinke. Oh, that's right. You picked Greinke. Um, there are some very compelling outfielders. Um, you know what? Matt Chapman fell to me here. I'm going to take Matt Chapman. My other pick. Fuck you. What? Excuse me. This is a family program. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't think we've reaction. ever used profanity on this podcast. So, uh, yes, we have. Not in the last year, maybe. But no, yeah. no. I, I, I'm pretty Don't sure we've never done it. So, I, yeah. I'm Rudy, but I... Mm. I hate you for taking Matt Chapman right now because mm, yeah. he was like ten picks down the you like ten picks down the uh, down the board. He like fell, he fell way too far. I couldn't let that. He did. That I was one, I, I was surprised he was there. I couldn't let that go unpunished. So right now I just took. Oh, there goes Canable. Why? I I just well I guess people I don't. don't think he's I, he I, I told this is this is, is no expert. Like, no. This is no experts league. You know, best case scenario, Canable's back in a month. In worst case scenario, he's out for the season. I don't. I don't understand it. Um, my team so far, after taking Chris Archer and Matt Chapman, I've got Max Muncie as my first baseman, Matt Chapman at third base, Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton my outfield, Zach Ranke and Chris Archer are my pitchers. Why don't you go ahead and recap your team one more time in completion? Okay. Uh, Joey Votto at first base, Andrew Benintendi, Tommy Pham in the outfield, and Chris Dale and Blake Trinan as my pitcher so far. So you're, two you're pitching, 
two relief pitcher slots, and then four other pitching slots. Also, a lot of bench spots. Yeah, five five bench spots. That yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, five. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I don't know how much IL spots we have. Um, I don't know either. I didn't see that. Maybe we we might not have any, considering how many bench spots there are. I know some leagues do that, but in either case. Um, I hope I I don't end up with any severely injured players because that's the kiss of death in a league like this. So, in any league, really. Um, let's let's shift gears a little bit away. For I know you're making your pick right now, but who are some players? You're in a couple leagues. Who are some other players that you've you've drafted or that you're that you're looking to to draft or reach for that you're excited about? Um, I, well, this is a Dodger league, so I think pe- uh, people know about him in this league, but certainly in our league, uh, or beat the shift league, Hyunjin Ryu is uh, a very underrated player considering um, considering his injury history. I understand that he's not going to, he might not make all the starts, but in 15 starts last season, he had a one nine seven ERA. He was fantastic when he played. Uh, that ERA was third in the majors if he qualifies to only uh, the two Cy Young winners, Blake Snell and Jacob DeGrom. So if if you're in a league and you're trying to maybe reach for a starting pitcher, Hyunjin Ryu is, def- sorry, Hyunjin Ryu is definitely there there for you. And perhaps another Dodger, Julio Urias, he's, he's been really good this spring. You probably get a lot of r- relief run this year, but um, – you know, with the way Dodgers shuffle out starters, perhaps they'll get some starts there for you as well. Yeah, I like the Hanjin Ryu especially is being very undervalued. And the injury risk is, you know, it's a reasonable concern. But also, he's not going in the top 60 starting pitchers in a lot of, in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. So when you get down there, you know that kind of a lot of people just kind of forget he's there and don't realize how good he is. Yeah, that kind of it's it's not even upside because he's done it. That kind of yeah, <laughs> that kind of potential for those kinds of numbers, even if it's over 150 innings or so, will be really good by that point. So we'll see where Ryu ends up going in uh, in a 20 team format littered with Dodgers fans. Dodger league, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a very important thing. Also, know know your know your other draftees. Know your uh, or drafters. I don't know. Uh, know the other owners, because yeah. that that can uh, in, impact your decision. You know, I've, there yeah. was a couple leagues, or what was it? A couple weeks ago, there was a guy drafting every single Red Sox player he could get his hands on. Yeah, I think we called that he was going to draft Kimbrel and he was going to draft Mitch Moreland, and uh, we nailed it. It's some loyalty. I'll I'll give him that. So, I feel like I draft a lot of Dodgers, but man, this guy <laughs> draft a lot of Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, you do draft a lot of Dodgers though, but the Dodgers are are pretty They're good also. So the are the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Not, not to knock that. This but. <laughs> is, these these are all valid points. So you re- you reach for the guys you know better, essentially. Like that that kind of holds true with uh, with fantasy drafting. See, that's why I just make it my business to know everybody. Aha, uh-huh. see? That's also why you took Yankees in your first two picks? Well, I do know them, yes. 
<laughs> to, to be <laughs> fair, they're, they're <laughs> not saying they're reaches, but yeah, that is a fact. I'm yes. telling you that, that is a fact. Part of it too is just when you're, especially if you only play in one league, you're you're gonna want to to follow players that that you're gonna watch on a regular basis. It makes it more fun. It's it's not all about and, and winning. Players that you're gonna root for too. If you got money on the line, it's it's almost all about winning. But it's never it's never only about winning. Sometimes you just wanna to have exciting players to watch. It's nothing yeah. like uh taking your sleeper and watching him break out in the in the big leagues you know it's it's a great feeling can't can't be replicated by anything else we are at around we're pick 130 right now that's round seven so if that sounds insane to you then yeah it is we uh, you're you're drafting now who who did you just take yeah I just took um, Mike Moustakis. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the Brewers. Before that, I also took Rudned Odor. Um, so I'm, I'm filling out my position players again because sitting in the middle of the round, you can't really, uh, you know, sit and wait on a guy. I mean, I thought I could sit around and wait for Matt Chapman, but then you had to come along and take him. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so – I'm I'm gonna call you out on this one here. I need you to explain that Rugnetto door pick because that's much higher than anywhere else I've seen Rugnetto door get drafted. Much less ahead of Mike Mustakis, who, if you ask me, Mike and... Mustakis was behind Rafael Devers and Brian Dozier in the end on this draft board. Just yeah, Yahoo's whack, but Mike Mustakis is gonna be a second yeah. baseman in a matter of what five to ten days, depending on when he gains his eligibility. Yeah, and he's gonna produce at a much higher rate than Odor will. I mean, he has every year. Yeah. So I didn't expect Musaka <laughs> to come to me as my third baseman. That is that is why I took Odor. So you he were going of, it strictly a, for a second baseman. Um, he was. Everybody else up there was an outfielder or uh, a pitcher. Uh, so I, I felt more more comfortable going with the position that I didn't have yet. Okay. And then Mustakis fell to me. So that's my explanation. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna say that I understand it because I really don't. But <laughs> you know, if it makes you happy, it it's fine. I'm not I'm not here to to judge too harshly. I just want to hear the thought process. And Rugnet Odor is an interesting player in my mind. Because every time I think about him, I, I compare him to Javier Baez. And the real improvements, in their, they're both very similar young players. Javier Baez has turned it up to the next level. Uh, is it my pick? It is my pick. It is your pick. It is, it is the turn. I will, yeah. I will resume my Odor uh, thing <laughs> in a minute. Uh, who the heck am I taking? I see Billy Hamilton. I'm not taking Billy Hamilton for the same reasons I'm not going to take Mondesi. Um, this is rough, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It seriously is. <laughs> uh, catchers have gone very fast. It's something I've Are noticed as well. I saw Grandall, but I, I saw Grandall. We're down at the Mejia, Cervelli, Castillo, Danny oh, Jansen range. 
So oh, I don't want any of them. I have a feeling I'm going to be taking taking them very late, if at all. Uh, oh, I need to pick somebody. I'm going to take Nick Pavetta because I think he'll get me a lot of quantity. And I will also take... There's a lot of scrolling that needs to be done here. Because finding the guys that I want is a struggle. You and Yahoo just don't get along very well. No, we really don't. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm tempted to just tank in saves altogether. Because there is no point. Do you feel me? There's one yeah. category pertaining to saves. One of them's a negative category. That's blown save. Yeah, it's blown save. So I'm tempted to just not partake this time around. How does that sound as a strategy? Um, not a bad strategy. It doesn't seem like too many relievers are going. Okay, I'm going to take... Uh, the- shoot. I'm going to take Jose Peraz. Wait, what? Nope, you auto-drafted Aaron Hicks. I did, what, okay, well, that the timer was different on my thing than, I guess, the uh, it's a little latency there. Air, so I have the Yankees outfield. That's nice. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> I'm not upset about having Aaron Hicks. He is not going to open the season with the team, but he is, he's been dealing with, like, a back problem. But he appears healthy. Oh, yeah, he can be – he will likely be back – by their, I, I think they open on the road, so probably by their first home series, if I were to guess. Um, but a week, a week or so, 10 days. So I'm happy with Aaron Hicks. He's a good player. And I I am really shocked that I ended up with the Yankees outfield. Completely <laughs> unintentionally. Oh, boy. So I this that's the difficulty of yeah. doing a draft while podcasting. If you've never done it before, I don't recommend it because your draft will probably end up really bad. <laughs> Especially when it's a 20-team league. I believe I was trying to, to draw Rugnet Odor, Javier Baez comparisons before. Similar profiles in terms of strikeout and walk. You literally rate. suspended your Odor point to like, okay, I got a pick, and then you didn't even get to second pick it. It's been a while, okay? Um, Rugnet Odor could have a Javier Baez like breakout if he just improves the quality of contact like Baez did. Baez didn't really change too much about his profile. If anything, Odor has been taking too many pitches and it's been hurting him. And Javier Baez just decided, you know, if I'm going to swing and miss as much as I do, then I'm just going to make the contact that I make count a lot more. Easier said than done. But Rukinetador has already had a very productive season, kind of an outlier season, and he could very well do it again. So I'm going to defend your pick a little bit there. But also, <laughs> the floor is really unspectacular. It's really not productive for a second baseman. So that's that's where I stand on Odor. Um, but does have bias like upside. I'll, I'll, I'll concede that. All right. We are in round eight. I'm going to say we go till my next picks, and then we're going to call it. Sound good? All right, cool. Yeah, so I'll have two more picks. Yes, you're um, up right or next. You're up next. Yeah, I think this person's auto-picking, so I'm sandwiched by auto-pickers. So. Fun. Yeah, there seems, there's not too many, actually. Not as many no. as I thought. 
and a couple of guys like if you look at a certain point like come and go but mm, uh yeah. yeah not not as many not not as many um let's see i'm gonna take a short stop i have no middle give infielders me El- so give me elvis andrews see maybe should have considered rude and door well you see i was gonna take jose peraza if you're listening to my to my last second pick which apparently was the second after the oh, last right. <laughs> so, so I'm now gonna, you have the Yankee outfield instead of a middle infielder. Yeah, I'm gonna say I did okay there. Yeah, and you're also not gonna get Peraza because he's at the top of the board and gonna be able to definitely. Oh, it really doesn't matter. I'm I wasn't too excited about Peraza anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, we we had Major League Baseball that was played. Did did you have yes. anything of note that you wanted to mention from the uh, the Tokyo series? I only stayed up to watch the first game. Now I said the second game, but uh, a lot of home runs, in a, you know, very hitter friendly dome. Uh, Mike Fires, <laughs> opening day starter for the A's, did not do very well. Marco Gonzalez um, had a, had a rough rough couple innings, but then settled down. Uh, yeah, a lot of home runs. Uh, Stephen Piscotti, Matt Chapman, Domingo Santana, Tim Beckham. Um, Chris Davis. I think there's a couple more than that too, as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I get, I would say the guy that Domingo Santana is going to get a lot more run this year with the uh, Mariners than he did with the Brewers, and they talked about that on the broadcast as well with uh, with ESPN. They said, uh, you know, kind of get screwed out of a job when they trade for Yelich. So Domingo Santana, uh, got to keep an eye on. Yeah, I would agree with that. Domingo Santana has been a very highly talked about sleeper with the Mariners, and is you know the Mariners' outfield isn't exactly open. I know with the Brewers it was extremely overcrowded, but they have limited amounts of positions that they can use between Jay Bruce, Dan Vogelbach, and Carnacion as DH first baseman, and. I guess Santana because Jay Bruce could play the outfield, but I don't. I don't think he will. I think he'll see a lot of time at first base. And then when Kyle Seager is back in a couple months, Ryan Healy will move back. They got a lot of position players, so I. It's very likely that Santana will play well enough to maintain a role, but with Malik Smith and D Gordon roaming the other outfield spots, ideally. Uh, he's gonna have to. Uh, oh no, D Gordon's playing second base now. Yeah, say D Gordon's gonna play second. They didn't the other out, like the base. other outfielder that I'm forgetting is Mitch Haniger. Of course, my bad. Yes, Mitch. Those ones oh, are pretty pretty set. So yeah, sorry about the the D Gordon thing, but that's the uh, that's the case with the Mariners outfield right now, and uh, of course, watching watching Ichiro was so tear jerking. Um, but he is, he's done. He, he's yeah, basically. Real done. It's, it's unbelievable to think of that. I would have very much liked to have a, uh, a 2009 Ichiro Suzuki on my team right now in this format. So he had, well, just talk about his whole career. So he came over when he was 27, ended up having a 19 year MLB career. So just how impressive that is. 3,000 hits. He and Pete Rose are the only guys to have 3,000 hits for their 
27 year old season onward, 4,000, over 4,000 between, uh, Japan and major league baseball. So just, uh, an awesome career capped off. I, and honestly the perfect way. Yeah. I, I couldn't, you couldn't have scripted it. Uh, maybe if you got a hit or something that would have yeah. been kind of nice. You could have scripted yeah. it a little better, but not much better. That's, that's what we've decided. Yeah. So we're we're still drafting. I think you're about to draft. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm really getting to that point now, big. where I'm really trying to uh to think about what which uh starting pitcher slash relief pitcher you know pitchers I can get um sparps if you will S P R P S. So especially because I've decided to completely forego saves as a category. Mm-hmm. So I'm I took glad I'm going through now. right now. Um did you did you draft Kenta Maeda? Somebody drafted Kenta Maeda. I did not. I did not. I have not drafted any Dodgers actually. But somebody did, I believe. Somebody took Ryu as well. So they were listening to you. They do pay attention. They're, Who did you just take? We're wiretapped. I just took Tyler Glasnow. There you go. You you took my strategy. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I don't know if we talked about it on on the podcast. We talked about it I think maybe before, but again, know your owners in the Dodgers league. A lot of people I think are either going to reach for Dodgers or you know if they're at a spot where they have a you know equivalent players and there's a Dodgers, they'll lean Dodgers, which I do in my other leagues. Um, as I mentioned, you kind of lean to your to guys who are more familiar to you but when you're in a league specifically like i guess kind of for dodger fans because it was posed on dodger twitter um that's when you can uh take advantage of the other owners preferences that you know very well yeah it's it's definitely true uh we're getting close to the end of our podcast here so i'm mm-hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and say that we'll we'll talk a little bit of, more about sparps We'll make my last picks, and then we'll wrap things up. If you have any other questions about your teams, about about anything that you want us to talk about, please go ahead and ask us on Twitter at BeatTheShiftBP or email us, BeatTheShiftBaseball at gmail.com. We'd love to answer questions. That's, that's what we want to do during the regular season. Uh, we hope that will be the primary focus of our fantasy shows, which will continue to be weekly shows. So that's the plan. With starters who have relief pitcher eligibility, we talked about a few. We talked about Kenta Maeda and um, Tyler Glasnow are a couple of the the top ones there. Another one who I'm probably going to draft in my in my next pick here is uh, Brad Peacock with the Astros, who is going to break or open the season with a rotation spot, and he's pretty good. He gets a lot of strikeouts. I believe when he was in the rotation as a starter for, for a brief stint two years ago, he was striking out batters at about a 10K per nine rate. He's only going about five innings per game. Which, you know, you might see that a little bit differently, uh, depending on you know, how they decide to use him this year. But 
He's got a lot of upside, and he's got mm. relief pitcher eligibility. So that's good enough for me. I'm taking him. And I will also take... You know what? Hey, I am going to... Keuchel's right there. Yeah, but you know what? I don't want Dallas Keuchel. I do want <laughs> to actually take why. another outfielder for one of my utility spots. I'm going to take Brandon mm. Nimmo. Yeah, that, that's a good because deal there. Because he's a, he's a great hitter in any in any league deeper than standard um even in standard he's good he, he hits for a good average gets on base a lot walks a lot he's a leadoff hitter which is gonna drive up the run production numbers a lot you know run scored in particular but this league also um has a hits category so that's even more and then every type of hit is well. so or- so for, quantity for and pitchers as well, right? But quantity really matters in this format. So I really wanted the guy who I think is going to lead off for the Mets and be really good. So that's coming around pick one hundred eighty or one eighty one. So let's each read off our team so far. This is through all right. This is through 10, 10, 10 rounds. We each have ten players. Go uh, start. I have nine. I'm coming up on my 10th pick okay or my yeah my 10th pick all right so i'll go through mine uh i have joey Votto, rugnet odor mike moustakis elvis andrews andrew banatendi tommy fam chris dale tyler glasnow and blake trinan okay so so far i have max muncie as my first baseman matt chapman as my third baseman i've got the yankees outfield aaron judge john carlos stanton <laughs> and aaron hicks as well as Brandon Nimmo. So all New York outfielders so far. And for my pitchers, I've got Zach Granke. I've got Chris Archer. I have Nick Pavetta and Brad Peacock. So hopefully I'm just looking for a lot of quantity in this, basically, is my is my overall goal. And hopefully I fill out the rest of my team pretty well. I, I have not done one of these types of leagues before. So we're going to get into some really interesting players real soon, and I wish yeah. we were able to talk about it more, but we are about out of time for today. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on this podcast today. Um, as I mentioned before, we'd love to answer your questions, so ask them on Twitter at BeatTheShiftBP. And also, you can email us, beattheshiftbaseball at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the fantasy rankings on our website at beattheshiftbaseball.com slash fantasy. They are updated rankings. I will continue to update them. I will drop down Corey Knievel. I will do all that stuff. So you can check in whenever you need to, and you'll see what's going on there. So... Uh, make sure you check that out. Check us out on Instagram too if you haven't already. Also at Beat the Shift BP, uh, we are aiming to do a lot of really cool stuff there this season. Opening day is a week away, so we are getting geared up and it's coming fast. So thank you everybody one last time for joining us. As always, Ray. Peace. Animators, should I go get Barnes? The guy just talked about Barnes.